is intended for mature audiences and contains adult content, graphic language, graphic violence, nudity, and strong sexual content. Viewer discretion is advised. Like, we'll leave it up to you, but you gotta know about this stuff before getting into this whole thing, you know? I mean, straight up, one guy gets his face bitten off by a raccoon, and we show it. Oh man, do we show it. Real big close-up. And we spoke to a scientist to make sure it was, you know, physically correct and whatever. We said, hey, scientist guy, like, how much damage could a raccoon realistically do? And he told us, a, a lot. It Shame for what you believe And feel the black sky ecstasy The more you move, the more you forget You feel the bass break apart your chest He's cool And this is Big Dude 6 filling in for Mr. Cakes Who do we got on today? Today we have a special guest Zeus from Champions on Sky Warriors we thank you for joining us, Zeus. And um, how are you doing today? Um, thank you for having me, man. And I'm doing good. Hope you're doing good as well. Absolutely. Good to hear. Absolutely, bud. Like, uh, so um, there's about five different Zeuses <laughs> running around Sky yeah. Warriors. Uh, can you uh, can you explain which one you are and kind of go that that route for a second? Yeah, um, I started this game like more than a year ago and you know um i made that name uh on the game and when i was there i think i was the only one but then i did not understand the game very well at that time so i quit and when i came back there was like another four of us <laughs> <laughs> that's how it starts man there's like two cool breezes running around maybe more i don't even play anymore um so you're coming to us all the way from Kuwait, right? So you're going to be the Kuwait Zeus, the original. I want to make that clear. All right. Good deal. Um, Duke, you've been flying, uh, though, still. So do you have any questions for, for him? Yeah, I mean, I've been up to the close to the top before, you know, in squadron-wise. But I was going to ask you, how's... How, how do y'all maintain the level of competition that you're giving war in and war out? I mean, y'all are, it's amazing to watch your squad and go. And, uh, and it just, it just intrigues me. Well, um, to be honest, um, I'm lucky to be like surrounded with, you know, very good, uh, people like the squad, all of the, all of us, like we're working hard to, to maintain this, um, good uh, competition and uh, during wars and you know in the game um i learned a lot like from the other people uh, in the squad like from uh, saga abu like they t they taught me a lot um and uh, saga was you know the main person who you know used to uh, start his um, live uh, broadcast and teach me how to do things because as i said um, i quit the game for not understanding before yeah, and, and then he brought me in. let's uh let's be sure to shout out Saga. Saga was going to be on with us today. He just couldn't make it, but uh we're we're still we're still planning on having Saga on just to be clear. But let's, I wanted to give him a little shout out just because uh, I know you guys are good friends too, right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty neat, man. So yes. what's uh what's like a average 
um, points for you, I guess, um, when you when you're playing. Um, I'm average. Like averagely, I do. I can do like a hundred to hundred fifty k without doublers. Wow. Um, I did hit um six hundred and uh, forty five. Holy shit! But that's obviously with doublers. Um. See, it's guys like yeah, you. Like if, I have, if I have good resources, they have no issues doing 500k. It's guys like you why I retired. I realized quick. <laughs> but uh, I'm usually, I'm usually having to go against Saga a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm going against Saga a good bit, oof. and I know he's a beast. So if everybody else in the squad can fly like him or anywhere near him, it's uh, yeah, tough squadron. I mean, that's like 600k. I mean, come on. I mean, doubles or not, that's just stupid good I, I, look i'm happy in my little f18 on the ground it, it'll sit there <laughs> so but uh i don't know um duke, duke you had a couple more questions about uh yeah um, what what squad what what squadrons were your former squadrons were you in uh any others i me i was always usn and i can't even remember the squadron i was before usn and here I was on a dead squadron and left it and was lucky enough to get in a squadron that was active. So what about you? Um, I've been always um, with um, Bridget Airspace, um, Rath. Okay. Um, and then um, I moved to Champion, but I made we made alliances with Champion. So originally I'm from Raz. Um, so I fly with Raz and Champion together. Like I've been with Raz like for for my whole time in the game i remember okay. i remember you guys creating raz actually i was still flying then uh yeah i was the annoying guy always in uh game chat you remember me <laughs> um actually i don't but like um i joined raz like when they were on the uh, gold league i think okay well so i i'm cool breeze uh technically in the game oh, yeah 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 yeah, now I remember you, yeah 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 i'm, I'm that guy <laughs> different different uh goals now but <laughs> yeah so it's fascinating to me so like is uh where's where's raz at right now ranking was just out of curiosity uh, the thing at the um 37 uh, position now Jesus. Uh, it's working there it's it's way up the top 10 yeah hell yeah yeah, yeah top 50 but we, had, really we had you know some uh, big changes uh, happening in the last uh, few weeks um very cool uh, positive yeah. ones. Say again. Were they positive ones? Um, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. But we had to do it. Like um, the, uh, the we we changed something, you know, in um in the command ship and at at rise um one member was like voted out, I see. and then uh, the command ship was given uh, to judgment, and he's doing very good now, and uh, he's helping us to uh, you know the top ten. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Duke, did you have uh, anything else? Oh, let's see here. I know you got pages. What, 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 what other than the obvious, what prompted y'all to change your name to Champions? Um, so, Champions, the main target is, you know, to bring balance back to the game. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the, the squad sitting on number one position, I don't know, if is, it, is it okay to say names? Up uh, sure, it's up sure. there. Yeah. Um, so we have IA one sitting in number one position, and we don't believe that you know um, that uh, they should be there because 
they were like getting easy wars. They're aligned with everybody, and they blocked. They blocked. You know, the first spot for good time now. Um, and you know, we think that the game is unbalanced. So the main target of champion is to bring the balance back to the game. Give give the chance for different squads to anticipate. Um, you know, um, the war against IA. You know, to drop them the, from the first place. Yeah, yeah. So it seems like you kind of found. You kind of found out what they were that they were they they kind of found a a game hack in a way, and it sounds like you the smarter pilots out of uh, a few squads kind of all came together basically and made champions. Is that the idea? Um, yeah, um, you know when champion champion was you know KSA before. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and and uh, you know we felt that KSA name will. Will make the squad like more local. Yeah. So we were like, okay, we need we need to change the name to something you know more international and give the chance for everybody um, to be at that squad, you know, to have a big war and try a big war because you saw the numbers on the wars we have. Oh yeah. IA, millions. Up, yeah, millions. More than more 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 than ten million. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and, and I, I, you know, when when champions hit, I think like when champion hits the first place. We're not gonna do what they did and just block that, you know. Actually, we want to do decent wars and have a fair game. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm and I'm completely lost. I haven't been uh, even in the game now for a while, but at least Duke has. That's why he uh, he probably has a question and follow up for that. Yes, it's it, well, it's it's like he's saying. It's uh, their wars are like eleven million, ten million. You know, it's and they're neck and neck, and and he is right about the whole balance. They they are starting to bring balance because they're. they're 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 giving the top spot a, a challenge. Yeah. The top spot's having to work for it. Yeah. They're having a they're having to, to grind for it, not just sit there and play. Yeah. And so, yeah. He he was spot on with that. Well, and you know, I lost contact with most people. Um, I still I still have a a, a way like a contact with a mighty Mal, and uh, you know maybe. Maybe that's about it, but uh, you know, I again, I've been out of the game so long that this is this is exciting. It sounds like uh, big wars are coming back, kind of like uh, back when Bro was trying to uh, give him a run. Yeah, okay, that kind of thing. And, and, well, it seems like you're having to fight the the two squads, and you know, up there, like they're working together. It yeah. Seems. Who's in two? Who's uh, in spot two? Don. Who, who's the second spot or second squad? Uh, uh, it's, uh, GR. Who is it? Uh, GR. GR. Yeah, GR. Okay. GR, yeah, yeah I, I remember them starting actually. Um, yeah, but I'm just so lost that this is entertaining to me. I don't, I don't have a clue. And actually, this was the main main reason for us uh, trying to move uh, Raz to the top ten because um, the number one and number two are aligned together. So, yeah, IA one and GR they are aligned. So whenever they go against each other, um, GR will give IA the war. Yeah, yeah, which um, is interesting. And then you know, um, Rex, uh, um, Rex squad they don't have um, that big power to fight them as well. Yeah. So basically, IA and GR are getting easy wars. So we want to move our alliances to the top ten. Sure. So that you know, um, we can give them you know some. Hard time, <laughs> hard <laughs> wars, instead of having them easy wars. So we have now WB2 
in the top 10 and Raz will be there soon as well. Very cool. So we can we can get to fight them guys like three times. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, three I, times or two times a week. I definitely need to uh, to be in contact with Duke a little bit more. I'm I'm interested to see what happens. Um, sounds sounds like a sounds like fun actually. Sounds like finally competition. Um, yeah. But that reminds me, um, I do want to shout out. Uh, have you heard of the Chosen Few um, server? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so. There's a tournament, and they're starting, uh, basically, they found out a way that we're going to try to be able to do, like, two versus two, three versus three, um, yeah. but it's all over on the Chosen Few server. Basically, there's tournaments yeah. over there during uh, Sky Cup, so if there's some kind of beef where, you know, three versus three, you want to see who's really the best pilot, definitely head over there and sign up. Um, it's in its trial version right now. But, I'm already uh, there. They have my name. I'm already there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, already there, dude. And Duke signed yeah. up. Um, obviously, I don't fly, but uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how that works out. And uh, I'm so proud of the community trying to figure out how to give us the features we wanted. You know, even though we're yeah. not, you know, able to use the developers. So yeah, I'm signed up too. I just gotta find me two partners. That's fantastic. Wrong with me? Yeah, it sounds like it's gonna be a a, a riot and. Uh, We'll definitely see some uh, some fireworks, I think. Um, yeah. You know when results start coming out. But um, all right. So beyond the game, uh, this is kind of my favorite part of these podcasts. Um, so we've already spoke about you're coming to us from Kuwait, but uh, what do you do for a living? Um, actually, I'm a pilot uh, for uh, Kuwait Airways. I'm a captain for Kuwait Airways. It's amazing to me, you know. We we spoke in the pre-interview forever, and I kind of geeked out. And I'll probably geek out now, but uh, you you fly a triple seven. Can we? Yeah, can you? Can you for people that don't understand commercial aviation, can you speak about a little bit about that piece of equipment? Yeah. So the Boeing triple seven, it's um, it's a wide body aircraft. Um, depends on the configuration. Like our configuration, we carry. And 340 passengers, and we we do like long haul flights. It's insane. 340 people. Like, uh, where's some of the places you go? Um, we fly, I fly like from Kuwait um, to uh, New York, um, from Kuwait to Europe and to the Far East. It's amazing. And and speaking of that, um, sorry, Duke, but speaking of that, um, for people that know, don't know Kuwait in 2023, can you explain a little bit about how beautiful your country is? Um, yeah, um, Kuwait actually is like um, it's a very modern country. Um, it's hot in summer. You don't want to be here in summer, though. Right? <laughs> but you know, in winter time, the weather is like perfect. And basically, a lot of people are familiar with Dubai. So Kuwait is like it's just like Dubai. You know, you have you have big buildings, the malls, everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and, it's and nice to visit. It's a nice country to visit, actually. I definitely, I definitely want to. It's on the bucket list. It's just, you know, for people out there that really haven't taken the time, you know, I, I even mentioned this in the pre-interview. You and Duke and I were talking about it, but a lot of people remember, you know, Desert Storm and that kind of thing. And uh, uh, the thing is, is I don't. You said you're okay to talk about it. Can you talk a little bit about what you remember? I know you were you were young. But uh, can you talk about how it impacted your family, Desert Storm, and, you know, I, Saddam Hussein and all that shit trying to take over your country? Yeah, yeah Kuwait um, was, uh, the, the invasion happened on the 2nd of August, uh, 1990. Yep. Um, and, you know, because Kuwait is a small country, and they don't have that 
big of an army. No, um, but a very rich Saddam country. Saddam was, in, yeah, Saddam was, Saddam was, you know, able to invade the whole country in less than a day. Yep, yeah. Um, we stayed in Kuwait, like, during the invasion, we stayed, like, for six months. And, um, you know, because, uh, because the other country, the other governments, you know, um, most of them, like, they were supporting um, Kuwait government. Um, so, uh, basically, the Iraqi army started to look like for um, Americans um, or British people, you know, to keep them as, you know, hostages. And um, yep. one of my uncles is married to an American uh, woman. Um, and so my dad, you know, figured out a way. My dad works with aviation as well. So my dad figured, figured out a way um, to uh, take the whole family out of uh, Kuwait and uh, we, we, we went by car um, we had you know to pay a big amount of money at the border just to let us go wow yeah and my like my dad moved us to Bahrain mm -hmm. and then he drove back to Kuwait trying to um, trying to move the um, Kuwait Kuwait Airways uh, uh, aircrafts out of the airport wow so yeah, he did that. Um, he moved like three aircrafts, and then he was responsible about um, operating Kuwait Airways from Bahrain. That's insane. That's that's a trip, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys and are then, safe. Yeah. Seriously, Duke. I, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like, you still yeah, so, um, that's um. Uh, I have a question. That's kind of off the wall, but. What's your favorite foods? My favorite foods? Yeah. Um, actually, I like steak, man. It's steak? <laughs> I'm a steak guy, too, dude. Medium rare. Yeah. Medium I'm rare to rare. Man, yeah. that's, that's, dude, yeah, that's I, fantastic. I, I agree with the steak. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and the thing is, is I, I, we, we talked about this, you know, before, but um, I really hope more people look up Kuwait and maybe, maybe even get a chance to visit. Um, it's, it's just a gorgeous country. Um, yeah. the amount of the, the destruction happened, you know, after the war was big and, you know, even when the, um, uh, when Kuwait was free, um, and by the way, it was, it was the American army and the, you know, uh, Saudi army, like combined together with the British army, all of them, yeah, with NATO. they made that operation called the, the, the Desert Storm. And then. When the Iraqi army was, you know, leaving Kuwait, what they did, they put more than 773 um, oil fields on fire. Yeah. And that made, you know, a big destruction, you yeah. know, big pollution thing happened. Yeah. Um, the whole skies were, you know, was covered with smoke. You know, you, you couldn't say if it is a daytime or nighttime because of the smoke. Yeah. And I'm just not, I'm just a little bit older than you. I think I would have been in 90, I would have been six, but... We all remember the pictures of uh, the sands being black sand, basically from the oil, oil fields yeah. burning and uh, stuff like that. And that's why I really wanted to talk to you about, you know, 40, 50, what, what are we at now? 40 years later, 30 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, uh, you, you've got to see Kuwait. Um, it's, it's just gorgeous. Like I, you, you explained it best by saying it's basically the Dubai of, of the area. Yeah. And uh yeah. Let me, let me tell you this, I, I am so glad that, that your family, you know, you're around to have this conversation. Um, it's just an honor. It really is. 
and uh, it blows my mind that I'm talking talking to you right now. And speaking of, are you in Kuwait right now? Yeah, I am in Kuwait right now. Yeah. Awesome, so you're home. That's fantastic, yeah. dude. It's just, it's seriously an honor, and I can't wait to meet Saga as well. But I uh, to be with you guys, actually. No, this is great. Like, uh, I was trying to think. Yeah, so. It's an honor to have you on. Really, really, like, um, I guess, I guess, Duke. Uh, unless you have another question. Can you talk a little bit about uh, your journey to becoming an airline pilot? Yeah, um, I finished um, high school. Um, I, I always wanted to be a pilot, but, you know, I did not have the enough uh, money to go and study aviation because, you know, that's uh, aviation studies, you know, cost you so much. Absolutely. So I remember going to um, Kuwait Airways. They were recruiting at the time. And I told them, I don't have the money to go and study aviation, but I'm willing to do a contract. Um, so we agreed that they will um, pay for my studies. And when I finish, um, they're going to hire me and they're going to cut like 50% out of my salary to get their money back. And then I had to work for them like for five years. Like it was a, a bond in the contract for five years. Okay. And I did that. Um, there was a big penalty though. Like if I failed to, you know, if I failed to finish my studies, I had to come back and pay them around um, sixty thousand KD, which is around two hundred thousand US dollars. Yeah, absolutely, probably. Yeah. Well, it... so I had to, you know, I had I had to finish my studies <laughs> to make sure I don't pay that money. Well, it sounds like yeah. it sounds like you're self-made, man. That's what we were saying earlier. Like you just worked your way up all the way, you know, to now a captain. So. Again, yeah. uh, I, I salute you for real, well, Captain. That's that's like doctor for me. So that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Duke, do you? Yeah, do you... Um, yeah, after we, yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just. I just want to mention, like, um, after we came back, after I came back from my studies, um, I started to do the type rating for the uh, Airbus A three hundred six. Which is a very old aircraft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I flew that for a couple of years, and then I moved to the um, Airbus uh, A340, and it was a very good experience because um, not many people get to do that because you know the Airbus A340 has four engines. Yeah, huge. Uh, yeah, um, and then I moved to the um, Gulfstream G5 G6. Welcome to the goodie room. Doing some, you know, VIP flights for a while, and then G6 baby, the, uh, G6 7-300 It's freaking crazy. That's, what a trip! Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I, I, so I have now, now I have around you know six thousand, six thousand something flying hours. So you're, yeah, you're no, you're no joke, cat. I mean, you're, you're seriously a captain, and you know, it'd just be crazy. I, I don't live in a big enough area probably for to ever see you, but it'd be neat to uh it'd, it'd be neat to, to to see you sometime you know just meet you shake your hand but um, and and there, there there's gonna be pictures of you um throughout you know it'll pop up especially on the YouTube here um, yeah. but yeah dude like it, it it seems like an incredible life you seem you seem to live a life that I really envy I don't know about Duke but. Yeah, I, I wish I I would have loved to have been a pilot. I'm a military plane historian of sorts, kind of self self made. I love aircraft. But yep. I never had a chance to fly. 
Well, and you, you can talk a little bit about, too, Duke, about kind of, so what's coming up, I guess, basically, uh, a, a new little short, what you what you came up with? Oh, the, um, yeah, uh, basically what it is, is Macho Man, Randy Savage, the wrestler, and a group he's got together is chasing after Bigfoot. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the that one's my favorite. I was talking uh, about the World War Two. Oh, oh, the world. Oh yeah. Um, well, I've got two. Uh, I started with World War One, doing my top five World War One aircraft. Then I did the World War Two top aircraft. And those and will I'm be gonna coming go, out soon. Go through. I'm gonna go through um, all the way up to present day with this. You know, not necessarily picking wars, but picking maybe different eras were what's the top of aircraft in that era and stuff and then i thought about going into commercial after that and uh it sure, be, sure research be, on the commercial side i was gonna say it sure be nice to have uh this guy's opinion wouldn't it <laughs> yeah yeah so don't don't yeah. lose our contact zeus <laughs> um what's that yeah i got so much on the plate <laughs> oh yeah we got a lot coming guys we really do but uh uh let me, before I, my question is when you were flying when you were flying the g6 right is it uh is it everything that you know it's probably in uh in our minds is built built up to be is it is it awesome or it is uh, to me you know the um, g6 has the most um optimization of them all um aircraft that were before it has you know very good equipment it was you know very nice to fly yeah, um, and it is very fast. It is well, a fast well I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, did you ever have an opportunity or a VIP that was just cool enough to where you ever had a chance to push it? Um, actually, no, we can't, we can't do that. Like, uh, we have to go through the standard operating procedures. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And and again, I, that's something I probably shouldn't even ask you, being you know promoting Coity Islands. I apologize, but um, there's rumors out there that that it can. In, in a dive break mock, so I was just curious. Well, let me ask we you that. As, as a rumor, you flew, uh, just talking like theoretically, do you think it could do mock? Um, to be honest, um, I don't think so. Not quite. Yeah. Yeah. It will, it, will, it, will, it will stress the, um, the fuselage a lot, and you know, you have to be in the. Uh, Maybe in a dive to do that. Yeah, and that would be just crazy overstressing stuff, and yeah, it might be able to, but it's definitely unsafe and and not recommended, right? <laughs> so yeah, I don't recommend that. Yeah. Well, and so it's talking about aircraft speeds and stuff like that. So I'm, I imagine you're at altitude thirty five plus, and how fast do you usually cruise in the triple seven? Triple seven does a Mac Mac decimal eight. Uh during cruise mm -hmm. the maximum uh, speed will be decimal eight six okay yeah yeah and yeah so so that that's around like depends on the altitude but it's around like 300 and 30. yeah i was gonna say yeah yeah and 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 that that's an airspeed too so yeah yeah and, and yeah. you know I, most of us that are going to listen to this are from sky warriors so we're probably into planes but for those aren't you know that's why i keep you know, pointing these things out, yeah. but I, I don't know, Duke, <laughs> you have, like, what would you, I don't know, what would you say about, um, 
maybe getting with uh, Zeus and and when you do the commercial uh, aircraft version. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't that yeah, be... I'm, I'm not saying. That would... Well, I, de- uh, I definitely want you to get in here and, and uh, ask anything, too. Um... Sure. Because, uh, you know, it's, uh, like I said, I, the military aircraft part, I know a lot about. It's just when I get to the commercial, I'm kind of, uh, I have to go back and study on everything. So, yeah, you've flown a few of the jets that uh, would probably be on my list. So I would love to have you on there and, you know, explain you know what you can about these particular jets uh, sure. Sure. when i when i do that well, uh, it, you know what i just thought about um what's it like what's it like to to be responsible for uh you know 340 people or i guess really you know however many you're taking uh, what's that like it's actually a big responsibility and having them uh, you know being to me the way i see it being responsible about like Five people is just like being responsible about 340, but you know, um, Did when, you, when you're responsible about 340, um, we had, you know, some uh, cases before, like we had, you know, people getting sick during the flight. We had, you know, to um, divert for their safety. Um, people, you know, get, can get sick. People, some of, some of them are pregnant, you know. Um, a lot of cases happen before, actually. And it is the biggest possibility. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're basically flying around my hometown. Like, I'm from a town of, like, 400 people, so... <laughs> it's, it's just weird to me, like... But you, you, you seem like you have to be, deal, be built differently to be able to do the job you do, because, like, just like when you finish school, you, you know, you finish the contract, like... And, and now, you, we in the earlier we spoke about it now you're you know basically self-made and you're you're kind of living living the life now so um speaking of that um when we were talking about food where's the best plate where's the best steak you've ever had what what where were you uh new york it was in new york do you remember the restaurant um I can't remember the name actually. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I really wish there was some, for some reason, a triple seven from Kuwait would come uh, to Kansas City, and I would, I would meet you with some of the best barbecue you'd ever have in your life. I'll, uh, I'll definitely uh, visit Kansas one day. Yeah, yeah, and it's KCI Airport. I, I'm pretty sure it could handle a triple seven. I just don't know, you know, when it would be. But definitely let me know, and I would drive there and meet you with barbecue on me thank you man. no for thank real bro i'd love to meet you but um thank you. yeah i i was trying to think too um you talked about kind of the in-flight emergencies and stuff like that can you talk about probably the worst one do you have one that sticks out um i remember like um the worst one was um us flying the airbus 300-6 and at that time Kuwait Airways was the only airline operating that jet for, uh, com- like, I mean, commercially. Yeah. So we were going to a, a city called uh, Madras, um, Chennai, that's in India. Okay. And we had a dual hydraulic failure um, somewhere above uh, Emirates. Oh, my God. And um, we had to divert to Dubai. Um, Dubai uh, Airport um, asked us to divert to... Another another airport uh, named Al Maktoum Airport because you know Dubai Airport is like very crowded. Mm-hmm. 
so they asked us to move there. Um, and basically having a dual um, hydraulic, it's like um, you lost. We, we had three systems. We lost two, so we lost a bunch of our uh, bunch of controls, like from the flight controls. Wow. And we had to um, manually uh, drop the gear. Oh, man. Um, so it was like a big, big, big paper checklist we had to do before landing, you know, and be, you know, because you're gonna lose some of your brakes and reversers um, because of that fault, we had to do, you know, you have to do the checklist and then you have to do the performance, the aircraft performance for landing just to know where you're gonna stop. Well, yeah, yeah. So like you're coming in hot. Enough, you know, runway lunch to do that landing. So you're coming in hot. Um, basic controls it sounds like with little brakes and no and no reversers so how high how high did uh was the speed that you guys had to come in um it was around um 100 and maybe um, 65 165 knots you were able to still get it down to 165 what's your normal landing speed the normal landing uh, on the airbus uh, a300 was around um 130 it's like 138 140 it depends on the weight so you did a hell of a job then it sounds like you guys did a hell of a job getting that speed yeah. down yeah and then and then you know because the airbus airbus uh, the a300-6 did not have the fuel jettison uh, system in oh no so, um, so you're heavy too to overweight overweight landing as oh well. so my you god the, so uh, you're hydraulic checklist and then you have to go to the overweight landing checklist wow and man. you know try to drop the gears them early you know to try and burn as much fuel as you can right right landing. right <laughs> dude that's incredible and plus when you drop the gear, gears manually it shows lock but there's always going to be a question right whether um uh, no there, there, you can't no no it, when, when it's locked it's locked because on i remember on the airbus 300 we had you know the indications um, on the screen and um, there is like a mechanical indication on the wings like if somebody goes to the wing okay uh, okay well that's a cool then. indication saying that the gear is done well, down good, and well good job airbus on that <laughs> yeah you know yeah. you hear stories where pilots have to shake gear loose you know to get them to drop so it's just yeah so did you come in heavy still or did you just circle until you burn the fuel is that what you were saying no, no we did we did the heavy landing uh, it was overweight landing, Oof. but it was alright because we did the checklist. Um, yeah. yeah, the landing was good, the aircraft was good. Um, it was fixed, like, took, it took us like three three days to fix it, and then we flew it back to Kuwait. Do you, do you know what happened? Did just blow a line or something? Um, I, I, there was there was a leak from the other one system, and yeah. then there was um, a fault on the uh, hydraulic uh, pressure pump in the other one. Wow. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's it's just incredible how complex these machines are. Anyway, I mean, I don't know. Duke, like, I know I know Duke's like super smart. He's secretly smart, actually. Yeah. Well, I just I noticed that's the, the redundancy of the systems. Exactly. They seem to have, and uh, safety, you know, and then the pilots and everybody having the wherewithal to go through checklists and stuff. I mean, you know. It's, well, it's I mean, I'm really imagine... amazing how good, how well trained everybody is. That's why uh, I guess just flying, you know, right? back at the days, the checklist used to be in paper. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, now, yeah, the uh, Boeing has electronic checklist like pops on the screen, and whenever you do a checklist, like whenever you do an item, it automatically goes to green just to show you that you have done this. 
you don't need to do it again. That's that. that but sounds was, so it helpful. It was very hard doing that on paper checklist. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yes, I bet. Yeah, I couldn't imagine like doing it on paper. You know, and and good job Boeing for you know making it more intuitive and then, like you said, making it green. I just yeah. uh. Yeah, it just fascinates me. Uh, like I said, I, I know a little bit. I'm an amateur. It's just all simulations, but uh, I wanted to be a Navy pilot so bad. That's why, you know, I have DCS and shit like that. And I haven't touched DCS in forever. But uh, I, I'll still fly a Microsoft Sim every once in a while on my yeah. iPad or something. But, uh, yeah. Um, let me ask you this, too. Um, the languages, like, so how hard is it? to do with controllers because i know that can be a pain in the ass um actually so, so to be a pilot you have to speak english mm -hmm. it's a must mm -hmm. but you know sometimes it's um, hard um to understand the accent exactly so yeah to me to me you know when when i first went to um the states it was a bit hard because they speak like very fast Especially in New right. York. Yeah. 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 Yes. And the airport is like, New York is like very busy. Yeah. Air airport. So the controller has no time. Like he gives you the order once and then he jumps to another, another um, aircraft okay. and gives it another order. So, you know, you have to get used to it. Well, have you flown and into then, both LaGuardia and JFK, I'm assuming? Uh, I just, I just flew to JFK. Okay. Kennedy. Never into LaGuardia? Yeah. I, you know, I've heard no. stories about LaGuardia, but uh, so what's what's JFK like? Is it just just packed all the time? Yeah, it's just packed all the time, man. It's super busy, and um, uh, it's you know um, it takes you long, takes takes a while. Like once once you do the landing, it's gonna take you a while to reach your gate because you know it's it's uh, very crowded. Well, there's a and, uh, there's a bunch of controllers. The taxiways, the taxiways are like um, narrow at uh, JFK. Uh, airports especially you know, for so, your equipment i'm sure <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, well, well you know i've heard i i got i guess used to the um jeff you know the jfk airport but i still you know have to hear it maybe twice when i go to the um far east you know because english is not their first language right and then when they when they do it they have this very um strange accent while doing it right uh yeah, so you have to really pay attention when they talk to you. <laughs> exactly. So there's there's a bunch of like controller videos and uh, YouTubers out there that, that that talk about that, but they talk about actually JFK JFK controllers. Uh, well, not JFK, but New York controllers, I should say, being one of yeah. the more rude or stern in the world. So it, I don't know. Would you agree that it's kind of it can be that I, way? I don't. I don't agree. I, no, they're not rude, but you know. They are, you know, irresponsible about, you know, big amount of jets arriving at the same time, and they have to rush sometimes, and just overtax. They're just overtaxed. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they are, you know, they are overloaded with the work. Oh man! So they have to go. They have to. They have to go fast. They have, They don't have the time to be like super nice. Like right. When you come to Kuwait airport, because you know it's not that busy. Mm -hmm. So when you start to talk to the controller, he will say to you. Good morning. Uh, maybe even ask you how you're doing. Right. Yeah. Right. But they can't do this about JFK Airport. Well, and I can understand that too. You know, what's yeah. uh, what's the craziest uh, airport you've had to land in? Like, what's the craziest runway you've ever landed? Um, craziest, craziest runway. I know. Actually, that... all of them, all of them were good. Um, I remember having um, a bad strike, a bad strike while landing in um, Colombo, Sri oh. Lanka boy in ohio yeah that's great like 
we had like four or five birds that went to went in the engine. It was the right engine. Mm-hmm. Blew the engine up, but um, because it was on the final phase, um, actually, it did not have that big of impact, you know, on the landing. Uh, just a uh, little bit our of, landing, so we landed normally. A little bit and of rudder. Then, uh, we had to be there like for two weeks oh, to get a, a new engine. So, what did you think about Ohio? Ohio? Yeah, I never went to Ohio. Columbus? Where, where, where were you? No, that was Colombo. Um, it's oh. in Sri Lanka. Oh, Colombo. I'm sorry. I thought you yeah. said Columbus. Yeah, Columbus. Well, see. Yeah, well, what did you think of Sri? Yeah, what did you think of that? Uh, Sri Lanka is a very nice country, actually. Um, Nice people, um, from what I know of, yeah. It's a nice place to go to. Um, they have um, the whole the whole country is like green, and they have you know big tea farms there. That's fantastic. Um, you can have tea like everywhere you go. Uh, do, do they also have the little boat channels and stuff? Is, is did you get to? Um, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't have that chance to didn't go there. Get a chance. Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. Dude, I have a checklist of if if I, if I can ever leave here, but. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I was trying to think. So, so when you got that bird strike, since it was on the final phase, it probably wouldn't have mattered. But, what well, was a little bit of yeah. rudder and stick, or is it just all automated? No. Um. When 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 it when it happened, we already were on you know low setting on the engines because we're landing. So I really didn't do it. Yeah, that's still crazy. Yeah. So when the engine failed, the air, the aircraft the aircraft the aircraft did go a bit, you know, to sure. the left side. Um, but it was like easy to control because we had low settings and we were coming in low speed, so it was alright. Yeah, rudder flat. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Yeah. Um, what, well, how about the stop though? More brakes because obviously you didn't have a reverser on one side. So. Um, actually, a reverser is a privilege. Like when we do our calculations for landing, um, a reverser is a bonus. Yeah. We do our calculations on basic basic braking, not, yeah. not with the reversers. That's fantastic. So having a reverse, yeah. I would have never known that because I, a lot of times I always use it instead of let it roll out like I probably should in the sim. But you know, it's a sim. I, I don't have anybody. Well, to a, lot of, about. a lot of airports now they have the restrictions actually on reverser. Oh you really? Know, um, they want us to use it on um, idle power because you know for noise abatement and something. Well, I guess. I don't know. I, all right, I, I understand now. So it's a luxury. All right. Yeah. Or or an emergency. One of the two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a bonus, yeah. Well, Duke, have you ever been outside the country, Duke? Uh, as far as I've been, it's been Bahamas. The Bahamas? That's, yeah. You ever fly to the Bahamas? Crap. Yeah, that's a good question for him. You ever fly out to the Bahamas, Zeus? No, no, not yet. Well, have you have you been to Seattle? Um, no, not yet as well. They've got they've got a. We go. We used to go to um Chicago and uh, to the to New York. Yeah. Um, but we stopped going to Chicago a long time back. Yeah. So we're just doing it for the time. Yeah, the reason I ask about Seattle is because uh their their airport they got that really they nice landing over water there. Do what? Seattle. They do have the Boeing manufacturer in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, it would be cool if yeah. you if you ever get to like land there. Hopefully, they put you on. I think it's the right side, but it's the one where you're coming in over the water. Yeah, that sounds like something you might actually be able to achieve. I never will, but it it's a gorgeous landing. It's a nice airport. It's like a seaport uh, airport, but can't remember what I it's called. Yeah. I live we have Alabama near Mobile, and they have Airbus facility over there. In, they in Alabama? Yeah, they do the work. I guess build them or whatever. 
Well, do. And, uh, and I'm lucky I get to watch the Blue Angels all the time practice because they're called oh, yeah. Pensacola, not, not far from my house. Yeah. yeah, he just sent me a video the other day. He, he just right outside of his house, just <laughs> Blue Angels. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know. Well, do you do you want to do you want to shout out uh, your airline or anything? Um, I mean, just in case it doesn't matter. But uh, obviously, you fly for Kuwaiti Airlines, and they sound wonderful. So um, they're they're doing good actually. They just like um, bought uh, new aircrafts. It's wonderful. Um, well, and and to be clear, I didn't even tell you this, but we're, we we we're, we're typically listened to by about thirteen to fifteen different countries, including Italy, all over. Huh. So just just so you know, that our listeners are all over, because of Sky Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, the the airline's uh, reputation is like very good because um, they had um, zero. You know, Kuwait was one of the few airlines which has which have a uh, few uh, zero accidents. Sorry, zero accidents in, in the history That's of the airline, um, and they do have you know high standards uh, for both you know uh, captains and um, cabin crew. Well, um, if everybody is as dedicated as just you are, and apparently your father, I would love to. Like I told you, I have a bucket list. I'd love to fly over to Kuwait. Only if you're there, you can. Fl- you gotta come pick me up. I'll have to fly to New York or something, but that's okay. (laughs) My my uncle has been over there a couple of times. He works for defense or contractor or something, and he loves he loves it over there. He's he's some of the nice people he's ever met. Well, it's gorgeous. It's literally an oasis. He just said everybody's nice there. Just you know, yeah, everybody's nice, friendly, welcoming. You know, and. uh, but make sure when you come, you come in winter time. Like you don't want to be here in summer. Trust me. <laughs> well, I don't. A... I don't know how much it is in Fahrenheit, but we do it like you know, it's like fifty-five Celsius in summer. Well, it's see, this hot. this is why this blows my mind because it is a possibility. You know, I, I I somehow get to New York, and you happen to be flying back home, and you're off. I would love to come over to Kuwait and just you know experience Kuwait with you or whatever. Sure. Uh, it would be great. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, down the road, of course, but seriously, I I, I don't want to lose contact with you. Nah. Yeah. Uh, did you have a good time, Zeus? Was this was this pretty chill? Very nice, man. Man, I would love to have you back for real, for real. And uh, tell Saga, uh, he'll hear this as well. We we can't wait to have him on, and I hope he's well. Um, really, I guess at the end of this, you know, um, do you have anything to say? Um, I'm just honored to be with you guys, and I really hope like everybody at the game understand. In the end of the day, it's it's a phone game, so you know. Uh, basically, lately I've been you know a bit upset because um, I've been hearing and seeing things, um, which is you know it's not game related. Um, yeah, I've heard so about that I, too. I, yeah, I just wish you know people you know uh, playing the game, concentrate on the game, and leave the uh, other issues out of it. You know, it has nothing to do with the game. Like and the doxing and stuff. That's nice to hear. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, um, I I heard like some things like, which was you know some sometimes it was um, insulting to the religion or to the country or to you know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Just typical high school yeah, stuff. Uh, yeah. So, um, basically, I'm there just to enjoy the game, you know, and uh, play the game. So, I just wish everybody concentrate on that and um, 
have no hard feelings about anything else. See, and that's that's why I got out of the game. I mean, I so it's not even the game. I, I still like the game and stuff, but my whole thing is I hung on when they were, when I was playing for a couple of months just because I love talking to people and meeting new people. And I, I hope people, kind of what you were saying, I hope people kind of put this in perspective that, you know, just because of a game, you don't need to, you know, yeah. take it too far. I mean, I, I, it was an honor to meet you. And if more people were open-minded and, and, and just generally nicer to each other, you might be surprised what you'd get out of this game more than the diamonds or, you know, yeah. the, the talking yeah. points or, you know, a score. Yes, sir. I, I value what we're doing right now more than anything. I got to meet Duke. I got to meet Kegs, Percussion, um, yeah. Gambler even. You know, he's doing stuff. Everybody that we've interviewed, I've enjoyed this so much. And uh, I guess really it's just, it's an honor. Duke, do you have anything? That's very much just to me. It's an honor just to meet you talk to you. It's nice to put a voice with someone that you maybe fly against in the game. You know, you chat with them in the game, but it's nice to, you know, have spoken to them and, and have a voice, you know, in your in your head to, to go along with someone that you're chatting with. And uh, and it, it's just an honor to have you on. It was an honor to talk to you. And Same here, my friend. Yeah, to keep in touch. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I guess, boys, with all that said, I'm cool. I'm Big Duke Six. We're out, guys. Oh,